Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hello, guys. Welcome to the second Almost Famous Podcast this week, celebrating Claire Crawley's upcoming season, which debuts on Tuesday. We're happy to be with you. Uh, Double the dose this week. Hello, Ben. What's going on, Ash? Hey, this is a huge week. Uh, On this episode, we have Tinley. Eric Bigger and Luke Pell all talking about clear season. Obviously, uh, all of us are getting very, very excited. As if you listened to the episode earlier this week, uh, you knew we were confused uh, because we've always thought there was two Bachelorettes. But because right now we only know of one of them confirmed, this will be celebrating Claire's season until we know differently. Uh, quick reminder, our episodes will be airing on Tuesday nights uh, from here on out. Because the show is airing on Tuesday nights, and, uh, and we don't want to spoil anything for you. Uh, Ashley, uh, big stance uh, just a little bit over a week ago um, from The Bachelor uh, leading up to Claire's season. Obviously, uh, bullying, 
uh, which was what we talked about on the last episode with our Facebook group, uh, any type of hate-filled comments. Uh, Well, The Bachelor will now start blocking hateful and racist trolls from social media. This according to Vulture. Yeah, this is interesting. Of course, I we don't want anyone saying the horrible, ruthless things that a lot of contestants of The Bachelor yeah. do get on social media. I wonder where they're going to draw the line, though. I guess that's just my only question. Like, does criticism get deleted? Or is just mm-hmm. pure hatred get deleted because yeah just like where if somebody is criticizing but not in a super malicious way is that considered something to be deleted it's uh it's gonna be interesting uh kudos to the bachelor i mean obviously 2020 has been a year of learning and growth and reflection and all of those things and a lot of also really hard things for many people uh but uh the learning piece of this has been something that i I do see The Bachelor trying. And that's, you know, if you go back a few months ago when we started to broach this subject of what does The Bachelor need to do? What does this franchise need to do? Um, they're trying. And I think uh, I think that's something to be celebrated um, and something to be admired. But they will start blocking hate-filled and racist comments that, according to Vulture, once again, well, hey, Ashley... Uh, we don't have uh, any time to pause in this episode because it's action-packed. There's a ton to go through, and uh, and Tenley is on the line now. Tenley Leopold. Are you officially now going by your married name? Looks like you I dropped am. moles on everywhere. I am. Um, legally, I am Leopold and moles on, so it's a little confusing because I haven't made it to the, the DMV. <laughs> the DMV is a little bit of the hard, hard part, but Social Security... On Instagram, I'm trying to be Tony Leopold, but Instagram still won't let it change. Oh, well, <laughs> you guys know Tenley, 14th season of The Bachelor on my season of Bachelor in Paradise 2. Um, you are a total friend to the show. You're a regular. We appreciate you. And you just had a baby girl on what was what was her birthday? September 20th. 20th. And her name is Rel, Rel James. How is motherhood treating you? How, what's the past couple of weeks been like? So yesterday she officially turned two weeks old, which is just crazy that two weeks has flown by. Um, we are adjusting very, very well. The only, she's been a perfect little baby. She does really good at night. We get good stretches of sleep and she Ooh. eats really well and um, is usually alert during the day for these little stretches of nap time. So um, I had a really hard pregnancy and I feel like God has just kind of redeemed that with um, how precious and good she is right now. I know things can change, but we're doing we're doing pretty good two weeks in. Um, I'm the only one with issues. I actually have, they kept us in the hospital one extra day because um, I have some strange medical stuff going on that they don't even know. I feel great, but we're gonna get down to those issues. Um, hopefully this week so i'm the only one with problems <laughs> as a girl who's terrified of delivery <laughs> and plans to hopefully have to deliver one day how did that go well my birth story i will share another time because it's a okay. little bit long i mean it's 30 something hours um <laughs> and i went natural for 20 like 29 hours mm-hmm. um because that was my birth plan was no medication not so not mm-hmm. nothing and to power through and oh my goodness it was 
Oh, sweet girl. Um, she, it, it took, it took a long time. Um, it's, it's a little too much to explain, but, um, after 29 hours, it was like, we needed to make room for something else. So we went ahead and, um, I got the epidural, which I was Good so bummed you. about, but I'm also grateful. Um, and also proud of myself for, and Taylor for the 29 hours that we went through. He was a rock. Um, there was a lot of prayer. I played worship music. His mom is a retired duelist. So oh, we were over nice. in her jacuzzi with, so nobody freaks out with the temperature turned down. Um, and we just labored for 29 hours and ended up in the hospital thinking she was coming in like an hour. And then maybe eight more hours later or more than that, she finally came into the world. So we thought she was going to be born September 19th for sure. Um, especially since I went into labor on the 18th. So it just doesn't work like you you imagine it uh, for your first, especially is what I've hear, heard. So, but she's here. Where are we going to get this birth story? Um. Well, I will try to type it up or share it somehow eventually while it's still fresh. Um, but Taylor remembers more of it than I do just because I was in a zone, um, which is really incredible that we're capable of doing so. So Ashley, you're going to be a champ no matter what. And the epidural, um, I was so, so afraid of that needle. Go ahead and do it. If that's what I'm, I'm not afraid of the needle. I'm a daughter of an anesthesiologist and I've been banking on the epidural since, uh, I was born. (laughs) There you go. Well, that's perfect because I will say it did, it did make a difference once it was in but yeah. and I'd be happy to share the full birth story, but I think it would be a long one. It might be too much for Ben's ears. Actually, no, Ben ha- Ben knows his anatomy. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. The, uh, and I the learned infamous a lot on this day. podcast. This is- I learned a lot about this podcast um, or just about everything from this podcast. I would like to pause here and say, Tinley, you aren't our only guest right now. Rel is in your arms as we watch you via Zoom. She is sleeping comfortably right now, and uh, she is beautiful, like absolutely gorgeous. Congratulations. Thank you uh, so much. What a cool deal. And, uh, and when you do type this story up, please make sure to at least send us a message so we can uh, share it. Uh, through our channels, because uh, I know that's something that most people will be interested in following up on. All right, perfect. I'd be happy to. Um, it was it was quite a story. Um, so I'm, I'm proud of it. She came into the world. She's healthy. She's good. Praise God. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, Tinley, uh, we have to talk about Claire's season coming up. Yes. I'm uh, so excited. Yeah. So Claire has uh, is the Bachelorette, and I was we keep saying it. But I think it's important. As of right now, she's the only bachelorette that we have been confirmed on. So as you look forward to Claire's season, what are your thoughts? Well, I have been so excited for Claire since the day that they announced her. In fact, I think I had told Ashley, or I told you guys this before or something, but it was like a month before she was announced that I just had this feeling. I had said it to Taylor, um, and he's had the privilege of meeting her once, and I was just like, I have this feeling that Claire, there was nothing about it. And uh, when she was announced, I was just like, yes, this was, this is so meant to be. So um, I'm kind of bummed and excited for the rumors, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm um, very, very excited to watch Claire just in her own element as the Bachelorette for as long as we get to see her as the Bachelorette. 
if rumors are true, and um, which I think they are. <laughs> but um, I just think that she's going to be so solid. And Claire is that kind of, she's just a woman who knows what she wants. And I think we're going to see that. And I think that if, again, if the rumors are true, that is so Claire. Like it, to be able to go ahead and, and go for her heart's desire. And that's what it's about. Um, so I can't wait to see it all unfold and hopefully there's a really true love story maybe two love stories that we get to watch coming up and um just hoping and cheering for her and just really excited to see her in action tenley if claire does leave after a couple weeks as as rumors are saying (laughs) because she did find love so quickly and couldn't perhaps fake it with anyone else do you how do you feel about that decision i think it's Honestly, it's never been done before because, well, there's a lot at stake, but I think it's pretty realistic. So I'm really, I'm, I'm really excited to see her just follow her heart. Um, I'm not upset about it. I think that, um, I think it will be really interesting to see how it plays out for sure. Um, but like I said, I think it's very clear to stick to her guns and go ahead mm-hmm. and be like, I can't fake this. I won't fake it. Mm-hmm. I'm out. And I've also had like a theory that maybe this was all something that was bound to happen um, or like that they kind of knew was going to happen. She said, hey, I Same. you feel that way. Yeah, too? yeah I feel yeah. like uh, I wouldn't put it past them to be like, well, Claire, you've been announced as a bachelorette. You, if you've fallen in love with somebody, we're going to go ahead and make it work. We're going to make a story out of it and then have whoever is next come in. Um, perhaps Tasha, um, and then her love story takes over. So I'm just really excited to see how it unfolds. But um, like I, I keep saying, it's just, I feel like it's very clear just to follow her heart and to not fake anything and not do anything for the cameras or for Instagram or anything, just be Claire. So that's what I'm thinking is going to happen or could have happened. I have the same theory though. And I'm not, I'm not mad about it. Like I want to see if they tell us, Hey, Claire's your bachelorette and we get out there and we support her. And then she falls in love in between there somehow, some way. I think it's great if they allow us to see it or allow us to get a glimpse of it. What I'm confused by is within the last few days, uh, we started an episode earlier, uh, this week by talking about how Chris Harrison says it's a hundred percent Claire season. And now we're hearing rumors that it, you know, we don't hear Tasha rumors. And so I, I think I'm just confused. Uh, but either way, we're going to get to see hopefully a love story play out. And that's something, that's something cool. Yeah. But what does he mean by like, they're showing us you blew up the bachelorette. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited. Don't know. <laughs> oh yeah. Don't when know. he says that in the teaser. Yeah, but again, that can always come back to the jumping the fence. Like, when's that going to happen? What's happening? Type thing. Well, mm-hmm. the fence jump lived up to the hype, in my that opinion. That is true. That is true. That's right. Well, Tinley, uh, again, congratulations. Thanks. Uh, we look forward to many nights of you and Rel uh, and Ev Taylor watching the the Bachelorette celebrating Claire. Keep us updated. Uh, just an awesome story. And, uh, and I'm, I don't know, I speak on everyone's behalf and say we're all celebrating you. Yes. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Ashley. And Tenley, I'm just going to throw the idea out there. If you and Taylor want to come on this podcast and do an in-depth of your relationship and your birth story, we would love that. 
I would great. absolutely love to do an in-depth. It might be a little bit of pulling teeth for my introvert, slightly introverted husband. Um, yeah. But I think that he would be really excited for me to get to share, or maybe he'll sit by me for a little bit of it, but would be yeah. honored. I would love that'd that. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be a really good way to uh, just get to chat and catch up. But uh, hey, Tinley, you're the best. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, guys. Good to see you both. You too. See you later. Ashley, let's talk a second about Sonobello. I've got my mom's nose. <laughs> Ashley, what, what kind of genetics do you get from both your parents? Well, I have my grandmother's arms, and that's the, the body part that I hold some weight in that I would like to not hold weight in. <laughs> and holding weight in those spots that you do, it's not your fault. It's family genetics. They can lock fat on your problem areas, like your tummy, your thighs, muffin top, back fat. It keeps on going, the list, you know. It's your choice to starve yourself and hit the gym every day, or you could lose fat in a day at Sonobello. What I love about Sonobello is that it is advanced laser fat removal, and it's life-changing. In one visit, the fat that you've been fighting forever, gone permanently. You know Dr. Orden, the host of the TV show, The Doctors, right? Well, Dr. Orden is a huge fan of advanced laser fat removal at Sonobello. Just one visit in those problem areas like tummy fat, thighs, back fat, love handles, muffin tops, they're gone permanently. You think you've tried everything to lose the fat? You've never experienced advanced laser fat removal. You're worried that the fat is going to come back? Nope. One visit, fat is gone permanently advanced laser fat removal at sonobello is life-changing do this for yourself visit sonobello that is s-o-n-o-b-e-l-l-o.com slash famous to schedule a free consultation and get 250 dollars off and with convenient monthly payments using your care credit credit card getting your shape back is super affordable and it's convenient, but you need to hurry. Visit sonobello.com slash famous. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that's so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love 
into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Our next guest is uh, another uh, one time and the only time so far uh, winner game alum. 
he spent time with Ashley and I in Vermont just a few short years ago when our lives looked a lot different. Uh, he was able to spend time with Claire on that season, get to know her as a person. But I also know he has some stuff of his own going on. Eric Bigger, welcome back to the Almost Famous podcast. Man, it feels good. How you guys doing? We're it's good. How are you? I'm phenomenal. You know? Amazing. So we're having a whole bunch of people on this week to celebrate Claire because her season premieres next week. Um, you were not in the Bachelor Winter Games house long, but based on the couple days you did get to hang out with Claire, what was your impression? Um, Claire and I actually got into it. <laughs> people don't know. <laughs> I, I, you know, as I was saying those words, I was like, I think that there yeah. was something sort so, of monumental there. Yeah. Um, I actually like Claire. I think she's, uh, she's authentic. Um, she's real. Um, she's about her business. Um, she says what she feels and thanks. And she's a Pisces. If I'm not mistaken, I think her birthday is March 20th. So I'm a Pisces. So, Actually, I, you're a Pisces yeah. as well. So I kind of know how we are. We're emotional. Is she really? Why do I feel like she's an? She might be an Aries. She's on a cusp. She's, oh, she's yeah. like first day. She's last day Pisces. Okay. Day. Yeah. So she's on yeah. a cusp. But um, I mean, she's solid. You know, I think she's she's a woman. That's what you call a woman, right there. Like, I agree. She want. Um, she ain't for no BS. She ain't playing no games. And um, she here to claim her territory and what she needs. So um, Claire is just a genuine, good, real soul. Uh, that's how I would like to, you know, describe her. But yet so, you got into an argument. So what was that yeah, about? Yeah, so I was telling her, I think, I was telling her, I said, why is your guard up so much? You got your guard up. What is, what is that about? And I think it got to a point where she told me about like the past season she was on, if I'm not mistaken. And we talked about her dad for a moment. We had like a deep, 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 deep combo. It was like off like camera. Um, maybe they caught some of it, but it was like a deep. And then we kind of had like cleaned it up. It was cool. We just, I don't know. We had a moment, but I remember that day in Vermont, we were by the fireplace and she wasn't, she was letting me have it. Like, I don't know the initial conversation reaction but I know it was something about her having her guard up or maybe I had my guard up I know it was something around those I mean this was what three years ago so it's been a while but but she's um yeah that that was the conversation and then I think uh we all expect those honest authentic moments to come from Claire as her season approaches I don't think any of us are not thinking that if if somebody says something that maybe she disagrees with or comes off that she will not stand up and put her foot down. I think, yeah. and I, you know, we've said it many times, but I, I always have the theory that, you know, the, it does, it doesn't matter if the bachelorette or bachelor is likable. Like they can always be likable on TV. I think the mark of a really good bachelor or bachelorette is how they react to really difficult situations. Mm -hmm. And I, that's why I've always thought Claire is going to be terrific at this. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited to watch it. And I mean, she has experience. She's been through every damn near phase of the franchise from yeah. the, the first show to uh, Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, did she go to Bachelor in Paradise? Maybe she yep. did. Mm -hmm. Yep, Bachelor in Paradise. And then she did a bunch of games. She had, uh, what's this guy? Benoit. Is it Benoit? Was it Benoit? Yeah. yeah. Wow. yeah. Nice so everybody. Yeah, the engagement. Like, so she literally has been through damn near every emotion. Now it's time for her to 
get that crown and you know find her king and live happy after so i think it's timing you know timing is everything and uh it's her time and i'm here and we all are here to celebrate her and her love so i, I can't wait you know the anticipation must be like intense based on everything else that's going on in the world and mm. the plot twist i call it the plot twist uh but mm. yeah so it should be fun the plot twist of her season or the world both <laughs> <laughs> Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. I, I just, but you know, this should be, it's going to get some eyes for sure. I know I'm watching. So, hey, October 12th, right? 13th. 13th. Okay. I'm a day off. Tuesdays. Yeah. It's going to be on Tuesday this year uh, or this season, I guess, okay. uh, at least for the time speaking. Uh, Eric, uh, before we let you go here, what have you been up to? Uh, what's, what do you have going on that our listeners can catch up with? Uh, well, I just recently published a book, a workbook. Um, called Transformation, Change Your Mindset, Change Your Energy, Change Your Life. Uh, Chris Randall and myself published the book together. We wrote it together over the pandemic, and it's on Amazon. We get it at Amazon, and the intentions is to help people get out of their own way and um, get a great understanding of who they are. So you have tools and you have exercises to do to become your best self and transform. It's miracle season, and I've just been... Working on work. Um, I got another book coming out, a quote book, uh, probably the end of this year. So I'm just creating products and doing the best I can with what Amazing. I have. So the attitude is gratitude. Well, I want to know about your attitude based on uh, one of Chris Harrison's <laughs> quotes this week. He said that it's 100% Claire season. Um, how do you feel about that if Tasha does end up taking over at some point in the in the season well Do you... i don't really have no feelings towards i mean maybe it is i mean i don't i can't i can't say it's not because i wasn't there to know the filming process or what's going on uh of course that was the initial thing that it was claire season we're going to represent her um and i'm pretty sure Tasia will get some support as well so i don't really even the comment is so like general and vague like the hundred percent her season, I don't even know what that entails. What does that really mean? Hmm. I will ask Chris Harrison, what are you really saying? Elaborate on that. Like, what context are you saying that? Because you can look at it so many different ways. But I always believe that we, it's easy to look at something one way and have a opinion or be entitled to uh, feelings, but we don't really know what he's thinking when he said that. So I would like have a follow-up question like, Chris, what does that actually mean? Is 100% her season? Mm -hmm. And what aspect are you saying? because you can, anyone can interpret it any type of way. But I don't think he's like not thinking about Tasia. That's not, that's, that's not who he is. So nah, that's not at all. what it are. So. We're but, more just curious. This, yeah. that's uh that, that quote is interesting because we've always thought Tasia's coming on. Uh, and uh, right. we still think that we just don't know how, when, where, and at what capacity. And we're, we're pumped for this season because honestly, Eric, when they said, Hey, it's going to be in one location. Yeah. And they announced like, I don't know, the a million guys that were going to go on to her season at one point. We're like, we don't know what this is going to look <laughs> yeah, like or so how this guys. is going to be good. <laughs> and now we're convinced and everybody's super pumped about Claire's season of The Bachelorette, potentially Tasha's. Who knows at this point? Um, yeah. Eric, you're the man. Thanks for coming on. Uh, good luck with these books. Uh, keep writing. Keep sharing. Keep uh, spreading positivity. Thanks for coming on the Almost Famous podcast once again. We'll be talking to you very soon. 
Thanks yep. for having me. You guys be phenomenal. Continue all this success because it's almost famous podcast. Thank you. Change, change Amazon. your mindset, change your energy, change your life is on Amazon now. Yeah, go get it. Transformation. Peace and love. Thank you guys. See you, buddy. Bye. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. 
Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us, they beat us, they burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were gonna become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. from one winter games star to another we have luke pell on the line hey luke hey guys how are y'all today we're good it hasn't been long since we had you on the podcast you were here recapping jojo's season uh episode of the goat season um but we want you here again of course because you are a friend of ours a friend of a pot of our podcast and um you were with claire on winter games with us and she, you know, she was there for a long time. You were there for the entire time. And uh, do you have any sh- stories about Claire that di- didn't make air, but you think are worth sharing? Uh, Claire. Um, no, about any that didn't make air. I think most of those made air that I saw. But yeah, I mean, the, the first thing that pops up is when, you know, her whole hot tub debacle with, uh, what was his name? I'm, I'm blanking. Oh, no, what was his name? Chris- was it Christian? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, so that at that point, that's why I was like, well, Claire, uh, she, she's not uh, she's not going to take any any uh, funny business from anybody. She's pretty serious about this. So, yeah, she put put him in his place. Either you're serious about it and, you know, or, or don't come at me with these weird games and stuff. So and he, and he was upset, too, I think. But it was just funny. Um, Claire was like, you know, she was so experienced, I guess. I don't know how many different Bachelor spinoffs that she's done, but... That was her not- fourth, so this is her fifth. This will be her fifth? Season, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, she's been experienced in that world and and uh, I guess the Paradise world as well where, you know, there's guys and girls and kind of that, that house environment. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, she was she was cool to hang out. And that was my first time meeting her um, was, was in that experience. And we're getting to know her and... Um, you know, I'm anxious to see where where her season goes, and it, it looks like preliminarily that there's going to be some real drama, and so I'm excited for it. 
some real drama and thanks for bringing up the jacuzzi drama oh you were supposed to meet in the jacuzzi <laughs> like what was it? you were supposed to meet in the jacuzzi and you didn't come to the jacuzzi <laughs> uh, that was i was right there for that watching that whole thing go down those well i was that that whole show was 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 an interesting experience to be living in a house with a bunch of people having relationships that i didn't even know they were like mad at each other for probably two weeks of the time that they were mad at each other for <laughs> dating or whatever it was <laughs> Oh my gosh! There was uh, cultural barriers, language barriers, and uh, that was definitely a huge uh, sociological experiment to be, uh, in that house. So it was, I was, I was glad you guys were there. Do you guys remember how hard we cried when Yuki left? Oh yeah, oh, she's the best. We were so emotionally drained after that. She was my favorite. That that was the most fun of the, the whole experience. Was just like hanging out with her, interacting with her. Uh, we cooked uh, breakfast at one point, me and her. She showed me how to put sugar in some scrambled eggs. Mm. Uh, I never thought that that would be good at all. <laughs> she was particularly into you two guys. She really clung on to you. It was adorable. I was like, yeah, Yuki, you got great taste. I was already gone by the time Yuki left, so I didn't have to cry uh, for her departure. Oh, you uh, were? You? I think she left like hours after you. Yeah. 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 Yeah, she was a she was a good she's just a good a good human. Um, Luke, obviously, uh, it's not a secret. 2020 has been uh, a year of changes and slowdowns and shutdowns and, and everything in between. Uh, yeah. You are a musician. You're an artist. Uh, how has your life been affected uh, by everything uh, over the last few months? Um, I'm sure much like. A lot of us, you know, it's 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 had varying degrees of impact, you know, and, and you've kind of gone through these cycles where, you know, at the very beginning, it was a lot of uncertainty and, you know, everything starts changing rapidly and everything starts getting locked down and, and it's kind of surprises you at certain times. You don't, the, the next week unfolds and then you're like, wow, this is a reality, you know, you have to come to terms with it. And so, um, you know, in Nashville, all of these folks in the entertainment business entertainment world or anything having to do with that you know their their lives have been impacted greatly and uh you know some of these people that was all that they were into as far as business and their life was just consumed by being in the entertainment world and that completely got shut down so um you know my heart goes out to those folks and uh luckily i had you know some other things going besides music you know i've got the moving company that i work with and and uh some commercial real estate stuff that, that i'm into but um but music you know is it's such a a community uh you know gathering of, of bringing people together and it's just been sad to see that just be kind of non-existent people try to do it online and streaming and whatnot it's just it's been tough so um i i, I hear the the groans for like the country music community and i think a lot of uh, the music community in general they they want to uh engage with people whenever we safely can do that again you know? and, uh they were literally looking forward to that, to that time. So I know I am. The, I mean, you just mentioned it and it's been a question I have just out of curiosity as a musician, if that was the, the only thing you have going on, uh, and yep. you're not able to tour, how, how much of your income life is, uh, attributed to touring or is there ways that these musicians are still making it? Is there ways that listeners can still support them? Um, is there anything that anybody can do, including musicians to like get back up and going again? 
I mean, they, they've had to get creative, you know. Uh, I was with a buddy yesterday who's uh, he was making a living off songwriting and making a living off playing shows. Uh, he was on American Idol several years ago, um, and, and, and then that was his thing. And he moved down from Maryland or somewhere up northeast to be here in the Nashville, and, and he's completely had to um, pivot and go back to, to working some other jobs in different industries and things like that to, to uh, you know, bridge the gap and so uh that has been a very common story that i've heard of, of a lot of guys house uh here in nashville that um you know have had you know their 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 careers kind of put on hold at least for this year and and hopefully not too much longer than that but yeah luke you told us that you were single the last time you were on the podcast have you tried the the dating the quarantine dating that's going on no uh i, I haven't um, you know, I wanted time way to kind of just get myself right and uh, think through what was what was happening and where my life was going. And I'm at that point where, you know, talking to my parents about you know seasons of life that they're in and where I'm at. You know, it's one of those things. I, I'm I'm looking for that next season of life where I can you know have kids and have a family and 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 not be in a perpetual uh, cycle of, of, uh, you know, being single and, uh, you know, just living, uh, from trip to trip and, and weekend to weekend and those type of things that, you know, can kind of happen if you get in towns like Nashville or LA or New York, where it's all about the vibe and what everybody, what the cool kids are doing and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to that next season, but I haven't, I have not dated anybody else. Um, you know, I did, um, my, my ex and I, we, we talked some through the summer and we spent some time together to try to, you know, just come to peace and come to terms, I guess, of where, where we were ending off and what our path forward would be. And if there was a chance that we could get back together and those type of things, and, you know, at the end of the day, we, we loved each other so much and, and wanted to support each other as people and, and, and wanted the best. So, um, that's kind of been it. It's just been a very slow summer of trying to, you know, have quality relationships with everyone in my circle, you know, and, and, and refocus on what the future may hold. And I think that's been the silver lining for uh, this, this different year that been, that's been forced upon us is at the time to kind of reflect and say, what, what, what's the purpose in your own life? You know, where, where are you at on that? on that mountain of life that we're all climbing, you know, and, and where do you want to go from here? And so I think that that's what it's been for me this summer. And I've, I've had time to kick back and, and go to the lake and make, make new friends and, and get a new circles and, and give back to the community and do things like that, that really matter. And so that's, that's been, that's been my focus. This year. Well, it's a great time for that. We just talked about earlier, the reflection piece of this time has been important. Uh, and yeah. now, you know, obviously, uh, at a different level, um, but uh, same sentiment is we will now have some time to kind of uh, deflect and take our minds off of it watching Claire's season of The Bachelorette that I know we're all excited to watch. Luke, uh, we're wishing the best. Keep coming on the podcast. Keep catching up. Um, last question for you, just because I am intrigued. Are you going to get back to music once this thing passes and you can get back out there? You know, I definitely will get back to music when this is all over. It's something that I love and I'm passionate about. And so I absolutely continue doing that. And 
writing songs and creating music and uh, hopefully putting some out um, for other people to hear and enjoy. And it's just uh, something I really love and will always do. So, yeah. You're the man, Luke. Hey, Luke Pell, everybody. Thanks for coming on the Almost Famous Podcast. We'll be talking to you very soon. Thanks for taking some time to uh, chat with us today. All right. Thanks, guys. Enjoy it. Y'all have a great day. Bye, Luke. You too. Well, we have spoken to a lot of people about Claire. You guys, if you think we're missing somebody that would have a lot of a lot of experience um, living in the same house with Claire, let us know who we're missing, and we would we will try to get them on. Um, but until uh, next week, when we are recapping The Bachelor, we have one more thing we we should probably do. We should go through these guys again, Ben, because they yep. they announced the list of men. Uh, that will officially, list, yeah, the finalists, because we did go through a ton of them, 42 of them a couple months ago, and now the 31 that will actually be appearing on this season were now announced. Now, I don't know if we should go like picture by picture, but should we pick like our top three again? Because did you know that my top one, the one I thought she was going to end up with, didn't even make the cut? He was never filmed. <laughs> It's wild. Yeah, that is true. Okay. So I'm going to just run through the names very quick. Okay. Um, just so people know now the final list. They can confirm the final list. And then uh, we'll pick our top three, which we do every year. Ready for this? Mm-hmm. AJ, 28, a software salesman from Playa del Rey, California. Ben, 29, an Army Ranger veteran from Venice, California. Bennett, 36, a wealth management consultant from New York City, New York. Blake Monar, 31, a male grooming specialist mm-hmm. from Phoenix, Arizona. A male grooming specialist. Is that a barber? I think so. Okay. I think it's probably the Bachelor's wild twist on <laughs> yeah, Blake Moines, 29, a wildlife manager from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Brandon, 28, a real estate agent from Cleveland, Ohio. Brendan, 30, a commercial roofer from Milford, Massachusetts. Chasen, 31, an IT account executive from San Diego, California. Chris, 27, a landscape design salesman from Salt Lake City, Utah. Dale, 31, a former pro football receiver from Brandon, South Dakota. Damar, Damar, 26, a spin cycling instructor from Scottsdale, Arizona. Easy, 29, a sports marketing agent from Newport Beach, California. Ed, 36, a healthcare salesman from Miami, Florida. Ashley, you want to take it from there? Yes, I do. We got a guard... Garnin, Garnin, he's 34. He's a professional. Uh, he's a professor of journalism uh, from North Hollywood, California. Ivan, 28, a aeronautical engineer from Dallas, Texas. Jason, 31, is a former pro football lineman from Arlington, Virginia. Jay is 30, a fitness director from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. We got Jeremy, he's 40, and he's a banker from Washington, D.C. Joe, he's 36. He's an anesthesiologist from New York, New York. Then we got Jordan C, 26. He's a software account executive from New York, New York. Then we got Jordan M, 30-year-old, a cybersecurity engineer from Santa Monica, California. Kenny is 39, a a boy band manager from Chicago, Illinois. How freaking amazing is that? Mike, 38, a digital media advisor from Calgary, Canada. 
Um, then we got Paige, 37, a chef from Austin, Texas. Riley, 30, an attorney from Long Island. Robbie, 31, an insurance salesman from Tampa Bay. Um, Tyler C., you guys, we've got another Tyler C. on our hands, and he is 27. He's a lawyer from Morgantown, West Virginia. Tyler S., oh, two Tylers again this year. 36 years old, a music manager from Georgetown, Texas. Yosef is a 30-year-old medical device salesman from Daphne, Alabama. Zach, and then we got two Zachs to finish out the list. Zach C., who is a 36-year-old, an addiction specialist from Haydenfield, New Jersey, and Zach J., a 37-year-old, who is a cleaning service owner from St. George, Utah. Um, these guys are definitely uh, of a better age range than the the first group. Do you remember how many, like, 26- and 27-year-olds there was in the first group? Yeah, so there's my question for you. Have Do you know, Ashley, can you answer this question? I, I knew there was rumors they were recasting. Uh, we broke down her season months ago when they first announced the group. Are there any guys on this list that made it that we weren't even on that original list? Ugh, I wouldn't. Oh, that's a great question. I don't know that I have the answer for you for that. Because I'd to look have into. to compare. Um, yeah. But it's... It's it's a very diverse group. It's good. There's some older than Claire. There's some younger than Claire. Um, we have a lot of different backgrounds, ethnic ethnic backgrounds here as well. So, you guys, um, Claire season the whole cast is out there. You can go look at their pictures. Pick who you think is going to be in the lead. I'm gonna go right now with hmm, Paige, a 37 year old chef from Austin, Texas. Maybe Jeremy, the 40-year-old banker from D.C. And uh, I'm going to keep it at that. Ben? Just two. Just two. Yeah, okay, I'm well. Yeah, we'll go with two for Claire. You know, this is this is us not talking about Tasha because I would have different picks for Tasha. Oh, actually, I'm going to add Bennett in. Bennett is the 36-year-old wealth, wealth management consultant from New York. That's for Claire. I'm going to go Mike, a digital media advisor from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. I'm going to go Jeremy, a banker from Washington, District of Columbia. And I'm going to throw someone out there that I think uh, can make it happen. Ivan, uh, Ivan, an aeronautical engineer from Dallas, Texas. All right. Sweet picks. I, uh, I truly went on age and profession there. But I also know that Claire, she likes a guy younger than her, too. So these 26-year-olds can definitely stand a chance. Uh, I know nothing about these guys. Nothing at all. We don't know much. We're flying on the seat of our pants, guys. <laughs> hey, uh, Ashley, this is great. Uh, it's going to be a terrific season. We are counting down the days at this point. Our next episode will be breaking down clear season of The Bachelor. We're going to be in season at that point for the first time in geez, months and we could not be more excited for it everybody out there listening please email us at ben and ashley at iheartmedia.com make sure you follow us on instagram at almost underscore famous podcast yes that's almost underscore famous podcast we'll be updating you as the season goes with uh hints clues uh content background information and Hopefully some more of Ashley because that always makes the fans happy. Ashley, uh, look forward to talking to you next week. With that, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. Thanks for listening to us so much this week, you guys. It's really, really special of you. Bye. 
Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast hosts Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.